You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello there. This is Jason Eagle, your Natural Health Authority with Healing Matters Podcast. And um, Jason Eagle, your Natural Health Authority, you can find my website, strategichealing.us. Um, you can also go to Patreon, my Patreon account, if you want to support me, uh, Jason Eagle QRA. Um, I post this, this is on my uh, Facebook Live, uh, which is uh, Strategic Healing. And then I also post this these videos um, on my YouTube account, which is Jason Eagle QRA. But right now we are on the podcast Healing Matters, and today we're going to talk about... Um, I'm going to take a little twist, which is we're hearing about foreign interference, foreign interference in elections and things like that. Okay. I'm talking about foreign interference in your body, foreign interference, which is infection. Okay. What are infections and what do we call foreign interference? Okay. Why would I call it foreign interference? Kind of like, okay. If you have to understand what the body is, is uh, let me read this. This comes from um, Standard Process, uh, their um, clinical reference guide. And this is talking about um, what the immune system is. Foreign interference in terms of foreign actors. We're talking about bacteria. We're talking about uh, virus. We're talking about yeast. We're talking about mycotoxins. Um, we're talking about parasites basically aliens, okay? Things that are not supposed to be in your system, but let's discuss this a little bit, okay? Okay, despite both professional and popular media attention about the immune system since the onset of the AIDS crisis, this was written back in 2003, I think, okay? This is very, very apt. This is a great way of discussing and understanding what the immune system is. And like I've talked about, like Star Wars and Star Trek and stuff like that, this really addresses this and it says the same thing that I've been saying, but it's really interesting to listen to, okay? The body does not have an immune system as much as it is an immune system and its functional totality, okay? Systems such as the skeletal systems, respiratory system, reproductive system, endocrine system, central nervous system, etc., are complete functioning systems with a clear set of organs and responses. The human body does not have a single immune system, as it is better described as an immune alliance. Okay, think about like the, the global alliance or the alliance of the Federation, Galactic Federation, or like Star Trek. The alliance, the alliance of, okay, we're this type and we're this type and we're this country and we're this thing. And we form an alliance because we're all facing the same invaders. You know, if you go into, let's say, Star Wars or Star Trek type of thing, or even like the Galactic Federation, they're facing an alliance. Why do they have to be allied? They have, because they're all facing the same problem with a interference with other types of things. So in that world, they're talking about, let's say, AI. AI is the alt and artificial intelligence, right? But really, it's it's a different intelligence. It's thinking and it groups together and it has formed an alliance. So if foreign actors or let's say bacteria and pathogens that all are able to communicate with each other, 
you have to, they have an alliance, so you have to have an alliance against them, but with them, okay? All right, it is better known as an, an alliance. Uh, let me get back to where I was. Um, okay, an immune alliance among various systems and organs, which when coordinated by the brain, give an immune response to the presence of disease-associated factors, such as certain bacteria or viruses and yeast and things like that, okay? Um, the immune alliance is composed of the thymus, which is the thymus is right here below your breastbone. Okay, that's the endocrine system for lymphocytes. That's what's created there, the T cells, okay? That's why they're called T cells because they're named after the thymus. The spleen, which is inside your body, especially on the right side, which is lymphatic and blood for antibodies. So when we build up antibodies, which is that's what they're testing with the positive test, you're testing antibodies. The antibodies are formed in the spleen. Long bone, not but just not the spleen, all of these other things. The long bones, which are the skeletal marrow bones, which is the long bones, which in particular the femur, which is that's your big leg bone, um, as well as the ribs. The ribs are also hollow bones. Those are also part of your immune system, okay? Um, the marrow is formed in there. The stomach, which is digestive system of hydrochloric acid to destroy ingested parasites and intestinal flora. And stuff. Um, intestinal flora, which is that's the gut or what we would call the gut brain. That's the digestive system to destroy pathogenic microbes and manufacture B12 and liver um um, for detoxification and enzyme production, okay? The liver is also part of the immune system, right? So we've got all of this. So basically every part of your body has some form an immune alliance. Now we, I, even I have talked in the past in terms of your thymus is your main immune system. It's part of it, but there's, there's all different types of communities, alliances that form together. And these guys do this and these guys do this. Like I, I used to talk about, like, for instance, what the body is or the, um, let's say the gut flora, the intestinal flora, as well as the microbiome, which is not just in the gut. It's throughout the whole um, body. You know, I, I like to talk about it like, uh, think about Brooklyn, like Brooklyn, New York, or something like that, um, back in, let's say, the 1830s or something like that, okay? It was a community that was just like every block or, or every building was this, like the Italians lived here and they lived next to the Hasidic Jews. And then they lived next to, let's say, the people from Turkey. And yes, they stayed together. Like, for instance, this building, they all talk this way and this building, they all talk this way. And they would fight like cats and dogs sometimes, but they also worked together. And in Brooklyn, back in those times and in those cities, in those community, even though it was seemed like it was chaos, but it wasn't chaos, meaning they policed themselves, they took care of each other, they manufactured stuff inside the that community. So there were many times people that lived in those communities that never went anywhere outside of that community. They stayed there their whole life. There were, you know, families that were came over from other parts of the world and they stayed there and they never left that block. They didn't need to. They didn't need to go because everything came from there. But what happened was, is it it was an alliance, even though it seemed like they didn't harmonize together. And on the outside, it may look like it was a mess and it was chaotic. 
It was an organized chaotic mess and they took care of each other. And um, that's what the body's immune system of these different parts of the organs, right? Okay, the intestinal flora distorts pathogenic microbes and it manufactures, okay, the B12 and the liver for the detoxification and enzyme production. Therefore, what is referred to as the immune system cannot be enhanced without enhancing the overall health of the whole body in complete resistance to disease. With this complexity in mind, it becomes clear that a multifaceted approach must be made to stimulate and strengthen these diverse aspects. So it's not just about taking something just for the thymus, okay? That's why we talk about so much about like the herbs and minerals because Every organ needs minerals. And so we don't just, for instance, use one particular type of, let's say, antibiotic or something like that, or particular herb or something like that, that just goes over one thing. Even within inside those things, those things are made, especially coming naturally, they have all kinds of different things inside the body. And like we like to say in natural health, which is just give the body what it needs and step out of the way and let it do it. Let it be like that Brooklyn neighborhood where it works together and it finally figures it out and it comes up with a solution. But it's because everybody's been made strong. Everybody has been given what they need. And sometimes it's a little bit of something like zinc or iodine or these different types of things. Sometimes it just needs to be a tiny little trace of like something like molybdenum um, or copper. Um, don't need a whole lot, a little bit, these different types of things. And when you give these parts of the body not necessarily the immune system, but give these organs and the whole tissues of the body what they need. Then they come together and work together in a symphony, in a harmony, in an alliance, okay? Um, uh, by combining organic forms of the above-listed nutrients, which is we go into all of the different above-listed in terms of they're talking about the different types of of minerals and enzymes and, and uh, amino acids and all these different types of things, stuff that I've talked about in my past show. This one is talking about a particular supplement called Immunoplex, right? Um, and we can get into later about that. But again, it, it forms, it combines the vitamins of A, C, and E, B12, uh, folic acid or folinic acid, uh, zinc, copper, chromium, iron, selenium, thymus, which is there also providing some animal glandulars, um, liver uh, animal glandulars, spleen glandulars. Some people don't believe in that. They think just give the herb, but you know, standard process and other companies go, well, let's take a healthy animal that's super, super healthy. And let's take some of those organs. Like the ancestors would say, if you got a bad heart, eat some heart. If you got a bad pancreas, eat some pancreas. If you got a bad brain, eat some brain or eat some nerves or eat some spinal cord. Sounds strange for us as Americans, but this is how the Asians are. This is how the people in Turkey, this is how the people all over the world, and which is now becoming part of the whole, um, uh, I guess, the food revolution, which is, you know, in, in pigs, they call like, like a, a snout to tail, which is eating everything. There's a big resurgence in eating these organs as well as, for instance, let's say, you know, the old people used to eat the chicken feet, 
not because they were poor. There's no better form of collagen. The big thing about bone broth, boiling down the bones and so that you extract these nutrients, glucosamine, chondroitin, all of this other stuff. So again, we can take different herbs and stuff that get our body to build that, but we can also take these things from a successful healthy animal and when it comes like stem cells when it comes into your body your body doesn't care if it came from a pig or it came from a chicken or something like that it says i can use that and so taking animal glandulars often are a way of building up these glands right again to americans sounds strange because we were just used to our you know basic, you know, Betty Crocker crap. And we think, oh, those stupid people that ate the bones and, and, and ate the organs and ate the, the sweet breads, which are, you know, these are the organs or for instance, eating liver or eating kidney or those, those, those poor kids that had to take cod liver oil. They were so much healthier and they still are healthier and we will become healthier by taking these things. That's why supplements are a great way to do it for people who don't know how to eat it, who wouldn't eat it even if you set it and cooked it in a gourmet way. They couldn't stand it because they don't, they don't have the, the palate for it. They can't taste it. Now I do by raising these animals and doing these things like, you know, when for instance, well, I'll do my chickens and things. I'll take up the hearts and, and the kidneys and, or I'm sorry, the hearts and the livers and I'll eat them that day. And it's like a treat. It's amazing. And I've turned my whole family on to liver and things like that they used to hate. We make our own pate and stuff like that. But also it's because I've raised these animals and I know what they, and I've given them the minerals and I know they're healthy. And now I'm to the point when I eat these things and many people talk about these supplements too. When they take them, I notice it right away. I can feel the strength in my body. You know, when animals take down other animals, when a wolf takes on another, let's say a deer or a caribou or something like that, they're going right for the liver. They're going right for these organs. Why? Because there's so much nutrition in there that if they only get one thing to eat, they're going to eat that because they're going to eat the most powerful thing that gives them because they need an immune system too. Okay. Um, Immunoplex um, impacts the entire immune alliance, okay, like the galactic alliance. These vitamins and trace minerals form um, the basis of an anti-free radical enzymes, antioxidants. That's the other secret that we're learning in terms of with this virus, which is it's not just about killing the virus, but it's about, because let's say the COVID virus that are people, it's because people's immune system gets in a runaway and it can't stop. And so it's like, I like to say that like people, instead of like passing out and like when you're driving and you pass out and then the car pulls off to the side of the road and just stops, that's the immune system, okay? When the immune system runs out of energy because it's facing so much free radical, what it does is it's like it falls on the throttle. And instead of slowing down and stopping, it goes and it gets locked in and it goes super fast. And it don't stop. Instead of turning off, it gets stuck on. So the people that are dying with their lungs and full of stuff, it's because their immune system is doing that. Their immune system can't stop and it fills up with so much waste products and it fills up with so much what's called free radical pathology. And so what they're finding is the, these cocktails of terms of helping people also includes not just good um, antivirals and stuff like that, like the hydroxychloroquine, um, 
what's the other one? Um, I'll get back to it again. But also providing things like quercetin, which is an anti-histamine um, type of things, um, uh, resveratrol, these different types of things, which is supporting the free radical pathology, which is if you can stop the free radicals, then you can get the body's immune system or, or energy reserves to catch back up. Okay. So, um, um, these are the things that directly control free radical pathology. Certain dietary fats, ultraviolet solar, solar radiation, and environmental poisons are the primary cause of free radical pathology. Again, dietary fats. What are they talking about? They're talking about the fake fats. One of the, some of the worst damaging things to your system is that Crisco, is that uh, saturated uh, fats of, of the hydrogenated fats, the false fats, whereas the things that are the great antioxidants or the anti uh, to the free radicals are the good fats. So that would be olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, these types of things, even the fish oil, the fish, um, these type of, you know, nuts and seeds. These are the good oils that fight the bad oils. And the bad oils are not just clogging up your hearts. What they're doing is the bad oils are like what's called free radicals. Free radicals is kind of like if you remember in Star Trek when, when one of the movies when, um, Oh, Spock got locked into where the nuclear reactor was and it was eating up his body. And then, you know, the other guy's outside and he's like, I need to let you out. But no, I can't. You can't let me out without exposing you. So leave me in here and we'll say bye bye to each other. That's what free radicals are like radiation. So literally the fats, the bad fats cause this free radical pathology. So the bad fats is, you might as well think about them like plutonium or uranium. They're destroying your system because they create such what's called free radicals, which is essentially think about like radiation, like Madame Curie, which is these invisible little beams that are striking your cells and blowing them up, or in particular, striking your DNA. So free radicals are breaking down the DNA. That's where we get into cancer and other things. That's why, you know, radiation causes cancers very, very quick, uh, uh, cause uh, growing cancers is because that's what free radicals are. So the same thing is, is that's why there's such high levels of cancer and other types of cardiovascular disease and stuff like that. That's been associated with the bad fats, people eating lots of the bad fats. That That's all they had to eat. You know, you look at the old commercials, of the canola commercials or the old Mazzola, which was like corn oil and stuff like that. That stuff's evil. That stuff's bad, right? And it was cheap and it was crappy. And, you know, and again, poor grandma didn't know any better. She came from, you know, war era and, and you know, butter. The doctors told me butter is bad. No, the, the doctors didn't tell you butter was bad. The doctors told you that is because all the butter was being sent over to the troops, right? And so you had to keep the corn oil here that would turn into, you know, uh, or, you know, the, the fake lard, the Crisco type of stuff because, it was being sent over there. But then after the war, then they just doubled down on it and they basically said, ah, let's just tell everybody that that's good stuff. And so there was generations of people that believed that, you know, the Mazzola corn oil or that the, you know, the, you know, the, the parquet butter, fake butter was better than butter because their doctor told them that or they thought or the commercial did that, right? How duped poor people were. How duped, well, but again, go back to the butter, go back to the real stuff, 
by Shannon. Okay, so certain dietary fats are free radical pathology, some of the worst, the worst of the worst. The enzymes produced in the liver and spleen, such as superoxide dismutase and catalase, are formed from these nutrients, which is the vitamin C, the A, the E, the B12, the folic acid, the zinc, the copper, the chromium, okay? That's how we form these things to make these immune alliance organs work better than the drugs, better than something which is instead of trying to fight something after you caught it, why don't you fight something before you catch it or fight something and it's not fighting. You just provide your body these nutrients and then your body's able to deal with it without even fighting. You won't even know a fight's going on. You'll catch something and not even know it, not even get a sniffle. You won't even blink an eye. Super, super, really nutrient dense people you can expose them and it's not, it's nothing. They don't notice it at all. That's the immune system, okay? The immune alliance, okay? All right. Um, uh, superoxide dismutase catalase are formed from these nutrients directly oppose free radical activity, okay? The health of the immune system is actually the health of the whole person, not just focusing on one particular organ. It's all of them. It's that neighborhood. Come in and just give the neighborhood everything. Just throw some bricks at the beginning of the neighborhood and throw some mortar and a little bit of wood and say, here, you guys do something with it. I'm not going to tell you you should make this. I'll just give you the building blocks and you make whatever you need. That's how we deal with it. Detoxic detoxification followed by fortification and nutritional maintenance is a long-term approach to supporting the whole person, not just the immune system, the immune alliance. Now, there are other things in terms of when we do get into trouble, there are some things that can really, really help. One of the top things that I'm hearing for so many years, it's made a huge difference in my life. I'm hearing it recently over the past few years because I've been using it a lot and I've been seeing a lot that is the sugar feeders that are really hurting people's body. A lot of it's the sugar feeders, okay? And think about like the aliens, the aliens that come in just because the sugar's there. So like the ants that come. So what, that's the yeast, that's the gut dysbiosis. So a lot of yeast infections, um, a lot of the gut bloating, which again, keep in mind, when you have people that get guts bloating, for instance, because they have a lot of like what's called candida, the candida can grow throughout your whole body and can grow in your brain, right? Because it can just, again, think about like, take some cardboard and eventually see, like put it on the ground and let it sit there on the ground for a few weeks and come back and you'll start to see the mushrooms will start to grow through it. And it's what's called the mycelium and it grows through the whole network. Or let's say a downed tree, a tree that's been laying in the woods for a number of years, you'll start to see that it will start to grow like spider webs throughout the whole thing. It takes over. So a get gut dysbiosis is not going to just stay in your gut. They can get to your whole body. And one of the top things that's been associated with, let's say, Alzheimer's and this other stuff and a lot of neurodegeneration problems is, is literally people have grown mushrooms in their brain. People, you can grow it in your organs. It can grow throughout the whole body. So the ADP, which is oil of oregano, oregano will kill yeast. Okay, It will kill the candida. 
Okay. And so many times when you say people, well, you need to cut the sugar out and stuff like that. That's not good enough that, that it's not, they've entrenched. And just because you cut the sugar out, they'll feed on your body and they'll dissolve the sugar in your body, even if you don't eat sugar for years. So many times, so the ADP, which is this oil of oregano that's in a caplet form, you can take the oil itself, but it's super strong. And in fact, when you take an oil of oregano, let's say the essential oil drops, you put it in your mouth, put it in some water and drink it down. It's only going to treat the upper GI tract. It's only going to go into the stomach. It's never going to get down to the lower GI tract, which would be the small intestines, the large intestines, the bowels, which can then get into the bloodstream and then get up into your brain. But you got to start it with inside where it is. So the ADP is, I like to say, you take the caplets, they kind of look like these chocolate caplets. You can swallow them whole, but I, this happened to me, and, you know, I always talk frank, but when I was taking ADP years ago and taking the whole capsule, I, when I would have a bowel movement, there would be times where I would see, what's that white? It was a whole capsule. The whole capsule just came right out in my poop because it's a slow release thing. And if your, your digestive system is kind of not very good, you're not going to be able to dissolve it and it will pass whole. So what I recommend people to do is you take it and you bite it in half and then you bite those halves in half. Basically bite it into four pieces and then swallow it. It still stays in its time release form, but you increase the surface area so that it's then absorbed in people that don't have very good digestion. And when you do have a lot of, of the, um, say, uh, candida, you don't have very good digestive system. You're not digesting anything. So the ADP has been super, super beneficial at going after the yeast and candida, which is a yeast and stuff like that. But see, there's a, another of other microbes that also are affected by, so like say oregano also kills bacteria. Um, it also kills molds. So again, people can get mold, like that black mold that they say will, you know, will kill you. People can get mold in their body. When people have those toe fungus, a toe fungus, I've known people that have had a toe fungus that then got into their bloodstream and it killed them. They became septic because that toe fungus, when they got a little hangnail or something like that, it got into the bloodstream and you couldn't stop it, right? So, um, but that's the same thing. It's a fungus that's growing or a mold that's growing or all these other things, okay? And these are some of the top things that are related to a lot of, a whole host of all kinds of 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 uh, disease processes are really just the simple things. So um, viruses, bacteria, these types of things. Getting the sugar down, that's a big, big thing dietarily, cutting the sugar out. And, and, and what's the biggest sugars? It's not really sugar. Actually, I've said this so many times, you know, um, to most people, um, Wonder Bread or let's say straight white bread doesn't taste very sweet, right? But it is. It's more sugar than actual sugar. It feeds these things. And, um, but again, so ADP is a great thing. There's another herb, which is called thyme. Okay. Like thyme, which is like literally that, that herb that you use for cooking. Thyme is a wonderful, um, um, uh, uh, tarragon. Um, so a lot of the dietary spices are extremely beneficial in terms of really helping the immune system, the immune organs. But then let's get back to the big thing, which is that's why I put people on so many things of just the basic minerals, okay? The basic um, nutraceuticals. That's why good dietary habits are really good because you're getting the things that are inside 
Um, you know, the real building blocks, like I said, vitamin C, chromium, copper, these types of things. Um, these are the things that are really just not in terms of killing viruses or killing bacteria. They're not. What they're doing is they're strengthening all of your organs. Because remember, I talked about your immune system is in your bones, right? And, and it's not just that. It's not the only immune system. It's all of these. Again, it's the Galactic Federation. It's the Alliance. And if we basically just give a little bit of what everybody needs, so that's why so many people have noticed their turnaround in health just by taking things like the minerals, salt, okay, uh, making sure you have enough adequate salt, uh, just a good sea salt. Um, again, many people kind of go, well, I heard salt was bad. Okay, well, when you go into the emergency room, so what's the first thing they put in your arm? Sodium, right? It's a sodium drip because most people that are in a panic or, or in a traumatic situation, their sodium levels have dropped so low that if you just put the salt back in them, then their blood pressure comes back up and they stabilize and stuff like that. That means that salt is so critical, sodium, okay? But within sea salt, there's more than sodium. There's all these trace minerals, okay? Minerals are the number one thing, then essential fatty acids, okay? Now, for people that can't digest essential fatty acids, that's where the lemonine comes in, which is the lemonine acts like a stand-in. So, again, if you really want to boost up a person's immune system organs, let it get energy out of fat, let it get the minerals, protein, and enzymes. These are the different types. That's why it's really good to eat whole foods. Certainly, you can take your enzymes in pill form and, and thing, but you're getting enzymes when you're eating raw foods, whole foods. So eat your fruit, okay? Um, eat your, your vegetables. Eat these things that are in a whole food form. Now, some people, when they got really messed up guts, they can't do raw. And they, and that, for many people, that seems to not make sense. But when you, so if you're gonna be on ADP, you probably should not be eating raw vegetables. Again, lightly steaming something, it's gonna destroy some of the vitamins, some, not all, okay? But then it doesn't destroy any of the minerals. So no matter how you cook, how much you cook something, a vegetable, you're not destroying the minerals. And then another really good uh, rule of thumb is, let's say you're steaming broccoli, or let's say you're you're taking some broccoli or cauliflower or something like that, and you put it in a pan, you put a little bit of water, you bring it to a boil, you let that so that the vegetables kind of cook until they become bright green, and then what you do is you have that little water that's left over. Take that water, instead of pouring out in the sink, Drink it or put it into your food. That's why it's also really good to make soups and things like that because the vitamins that get leached out are in that water, okay? So you can drink that water, you can put it in your food or something like that, and thereby you can recapture what you've taken out, okay? So, but the reason why you want things to be cooked for many people if you got a really messed up system is because their guts are are paper thin and their guts are very irritated. When you eat a raw vegetable, those people, is it scrapes their insides and it causes the villi, which is that's where the absorption of nutrients, it causes those villi to pull back in. And so a person that has, let's say, eating their salad or something, like eating the raw foods that has a lot of, you know, intestinal problems, they're 
they're eating it, but it's going right through their body because their body is shut down. So what do you do? So the people that do the juice and stuff like that, if you got a really bad gut and you got to be on the ADP, then just cook it. Bring it to, let's say, for instance, when a person wants to juice, so I'm doing, let's say, my carrot juice or something like that, put it on the stove so that a little bit of, so you heat it up until a little bit of steam comes off of it. And then you're going to drink it hot. And if you want to then stick it back in the refrigerator so you have it cold, the reason is, is because what the heat does, and I'm not talking about boiling it. You don't have to bring it to a boiling. You just have to heat it up. That makes the inside of the cellular structure come out and then it becomes like a bubble wrap and so it protects your guts and so many times and a lot of like the chinese will talk about they say you know most people should not eat cold vegetables or cold because especially if you have a lot of 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 immune problems which is they need it to be heated up now people again people have said you know um, you know, basically, well, aren't you destroying all the nutrients? No, 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 you're really not. And again, if you're destroying some of the nutrients, but because it's in its wrong form, you're losing all of it because you're passing it on, then 80% is better than 0%. So heating it up makes it tolerable inside the digestive tract. And it makes it so again, that's why I like to say to people, if you're if you're already dealing with some of these problems, get into soups and stews and steaming and this type of stuff. And then eventually when you build it back up, then you can do the raw foods, then you can have the raw salads, then you can have them in the raw state and it won't tear you up and you'll be able to absorb it. But that may take months to a year for many people of restoring and repairing their gut. We can also get into probiotics and stuff like that. But quite frankly, don't really take probiotics until after you've basically won the war. You have to really... Now, even with the ADP, there are some people, like I, I like to say, most people, you take one capsule four times a day. But there are there's some um, doctors here. There's this one DC Nutrition. He's having people take them five or six tablets three times a day for a week and then three or four tablets three times a day for the next four weeks. So you can take a lot of this stuff and it's not going to damage you. So people that normally a big heavy dose is one capsule four times a day, but you can up that too for a little while and then back down. Um, I've known so many people, there's a person that's watching there saying it's saved her life, that the ADP has saved her life, the sea salt has been saving her life. And she's not been on it very long and she's been on a whole bunch of different things, but now it's my goodness. Like nobody told me about this. And, and now that I did it within a week, uh, literally this past couple of weeks, I've had people that I put them on some supplements or put them on some, one was the lemonine. I have had a woman that one day of taking the lemonine and the essential fatty acids, one day she said, my symptoms have a hundred percent gone away just by doing a couple doses of the lemonine. Why? Because her body was starving of the fats. She definitely needed the essential fatty acids, but she couldn't dissolve them. She couldn't digest them. So by taking a little bit of the lemonine, now it's able to get in the system. What helps to digest meat and protein would be protease. So there's a supplement we can take with protease and also hydrochloric acid. So the HCL that's in the stomach, if you're not uh, young enough, you can take, um, let's say, a sea salt. 
that helps you to produce more hydrochloric acid. But if you're really having trouble digesting proteins, you should probably take some hydrochloric acid and then you can also take some protease. Now, your, your organs release protease, but maybe it's not releasing enough. Now, why? Because maybe you have an infection. Maybe because you've just, those organs are not working because they're dealing with some other things. So, this is complicated, but that's what I do is I can help to figure it out and help to really, really, you know, get to the bottom of it. But like I said, I've had over the past couple of months, but in particular, this past couple of weeks, I've had people say, I've been on this for a week and suddenly it's so much better. Another guy talking about the phytozymes, which is it's been on prednisone for, you know, a good portion of life. Taking a week worth of the prednisone, it's like, oh my God, like the swelling has gone down. My pain is dramatically like, this is a miracle. Where have you been my whole life? And it's not me. It's just, you know, these are what the, the different type. This is the truth. This is what your body is, right? So some things can take a while, but some things can be dramatic. And what I'm finding is that the very basic things, salt and, um, you know, uh, uh, the ADP, the oregano, the minerals can make the fat, you know, people being able, they're eating fat all day long in terms of, you know, the nuts and the seeds and, and you know, let's say uh, the grass-fed butter and the stuff like that. And I've been trying, but it's not helping. And, you know, what's wrong with me? Well, keep trying, but sometimes you need some of these other aids in terms of being able to digest these things. And, and again, going back to the immune alliances is if you provide it, especially the minerals, the nutrients, the fats, and then step back out of the way, then it can do what it's supposed to do. And now, again, like I said, the beginning of this message is just think about it as more of like an alliance, like the Galactic Federation. Basically, they know what they're doing. Who am I to tell you what to do? Who am I to tell you immune system? Oh, I remember the one, the, the studies on ivermectin. Ivermectin, which has been around forever. We use it for the cows. We use it for animals. Doctors will use it for little kids who have scabies and lice and stuff like that. It's been around since the 70s. There are some dramatic doctors that are finding this is what's killing the COVID. It prevents you from getting it if you get exposed to it. So there are many doctors like the hydroxychloroquine. So the ivermectin is being used very, very successfully. Now, the FDA needs to get off of its butt and it needs to approve it. It needs to at least look at it. Now, they're putting all their approvals and everything. They're fast tracking the uh, the expensive um uh, vaccine. And if you have it, you got sick from it and you got out of the hospital. Let's say you had the COVID, went to the hospital. The vaccine's not for you, not for you. It's just for the people. And it's only being used to reduce symptoms. Not going to catch you from keeping you from catching it. Whereas the ivermectin can keep you from catching it. So any doctor, any nurse that's listening to me, you better check out that ivermectin in terms of, of being able to get on it as a prophylaxis, as it being able to get on to if you start to catch or something. And you don't know if you caught a flu or whatever, but it does the same thing for the flu. It does the same thing. It's an antiparasitical. That's what they're noticing, that this virus is a parasite. It acts just like a parasite, right? And, and rather than trying to figure out the new things, why don't we repurpose? So that's where the real, real stuff is happening is these doctors that are repurposing older drugs, drugs that have been around for a long time, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin know about these things. And especially if you're a doctor or if you're a nurse or something like that, know about these things because they're cheap. They work. They're non-toxic. You can't hurt yourself. The ivermectin in terms of how much of a dose, enough for like a little kid to treat scabies. 
That's all it takes. So these things have been right in front of us. Again, we need to open our eyes and, and you don't need to reinvent the wheel. It's been invented. It's here. It's been around. We need to get some of these bodies that are, are blocking it for whatever reason, whatever reason they are. But again, learn about it yourself. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority. Until next time. Bye-bye.